that seed business is a full-time responsibility and it has to start with the passion. How do you turn that passion into profit as a business? Hi, I am Aviva Kutnik, an Agriculture Development Officer at USAID, and I'm your host of this podcast all about making agriculture products and services profitable in smallholder farmer markets. And this is episode number five. In the previous four episodes, we've shown how Feed the Future Partnering for Innovation invests in businesses to grow and reach smallholder farmers. We delved into how to develop these types of shared value partnerships. We talked to farmers, business owners, and others to explore how to make such partnerships really work for lasting impact. In this episode, we're going to explore a specific country and sector, seeds in Zambia. To explore this, we're joined by two Partnering for Innovation team members, Elisa Burroughs, the partnership manager for the two businesses we'll be talking about today, and Bob Rabatsky, the program director. Before we dive into specifics, let's start off with a development buzzword, sustainable. What does sustainable mean in the context of partnering for innovation? Here's Elisa to find out. So the overall goal of these partnerships through partnering for innovation is that these companies build sustainable businesses in their markets. Our seed funding is intended to help them develop the channels they need to continue that business for years and years and years into the future. In other words, Partnering for Innovation doesn't want to partner with businesses that are only successful because they are receiving grant money like the seed funding from us. Rather, we want businesses to use that money to create or augment commercial products and services. If our goal is to create lasting markets for smallholder farmers, it's imperative that the revenue streams continue even after our partnership ends. Simply put, without this factor of financial viability for the company, our development impact wouldn't be sustained. Now, this episode is going to explore two businesses in the seed sector. And before we get to those, why is the seed sector important in the first place? Partnering for Innovation cares about the seed sector because it is probably the number one input for a farmer. You could have the best fertilizer and the best crop protection, but if you don't start with a really good quality seed, you won't end with a really good quality yield. As you said so brilliantly, there isn't supply of improved seed on the market. And as a result of that, yields are low and pest problems are prevalent. And, and improved seeds are, are more pest resistant. They don't require sometimes as much water or fertilizer. And the yield gains are, are dramatic. I mean, they can be double or more using all of the same practices. So the improved genetics into the hands of smaller farmers is critical to boosting their productivity and their incomes. Seed laws were very restrictive in the past. The government's controlled the, the research and distribution of seeds. Recently, that's opened up. They've allowed a lot more commercial players into the marketplace. And so these small companies are starting up. Unfortunately, despite seed markets opening up, smallholder farmers often lack the means to access high-quality seed. The two businesses we're going to look at today are using different approaches but share similar goals. 
getting high-quality seeds into the hands of smallholder farmers, and making profit while doing it. A bit more background before we meet our first company. Both of them use outgrower networks to produce the seed they sell. An outgrower network is a model used by businesses to multiply their improved seed, which they then sell. Okay, let's dig in. The first company we're going to look at is called Stewards Globe. My name is Stephanie Angomwele. I'm the Chief Executive Officer for Stewards Globe Limited, which is trading as AfriSeed in Zambia. It's one of the Zambian uh, local seed companies that started its business in 2011. And Stewards Globe is a, a seed company. They produce maize seed as well as legume seed. And so with us, they're working on building their distribution channels for their legume seed. So reaching more smallholder farmers that don't have access to quality legumes. So a lot of smallholder farmers will reuse seed year after year. And with that, quality diminishes. And that's because they don't have access to purchase those seeds. Makes you think, if only there was affordable seed that farmers could buy, right? Not having access can mean that yields farmers are getting are quite low. Investing in better seed would help farmers get higher yields and better quality for more profit. So what's stopping smallholder farmers from getting this seed? Their local agro-dealers aren't necessarily carrying what they want. They're sold in packages that are, are designed for commercial size farm rather than their three to five hectare farms. And so what Stewards Globe is doing is, is getting out into a, a broad network of agro-dealers, and they're selling these high-quality seeds in, in smaller packages, in one-kilogram package, two-kilogram package, five-kilogram packages. And that's a much more appropriate size and much more accessible for the smallholder farmer. So smallholder farmers prefer not to buy seed in large volumes. So why is it worth for a company like Stewards Globe to access the smallholder market in the first place? The smallholder farmer market in Zambia is very big. Currently, smallholder production accounts for 90% of Zambia's food production. So for us as a company, that's a huge market for us to tap into it and be able to transfer this technology, particularly seed technology from research organizations to the hands of the smallholder farmers. As you are aware, because of the purchasing capacity of most smallholder farmers, any particular sale will not account to a huge volume. So as a seed company, you have to be very, very creative in terms of how you distribute your products. And how does partnering for innovation fit into all of this? It is challenging for Stewards Globe to go to the smallholders themselves because it's a very risky market. It takes a, a very large distribution market. It takes last mile distribution, which can be costly for a company to get to those smallholders in, in very rural areas. So with our partnership, the funding was able to de-risk that for Stewards Globe. Stewards Globe had a sound business model already, but wasn't yet in a position to go headfirst into a market that requires lots of creativity, lots of effort, and lots of capital. With funding from Partnering for Innovation, Stewards Globe was able to mitigate that new risk and pursue opportunities more aggressively with smallholder farmers. 
And at the same time, because more high-quality legume seed became available in the marketplace, other smallholder farmers in Zambia could buy that seed rather than recycle less productive seed. What stood out about Stewards Globe during the application process was it was a young company, but it was trying something new. Improved bean varieties are really needed in these markets, as we've discussed already. And there are not many companies focusing on beans. And, and the issue around that is farmers are very easily able to reuse their beans. If you buy even an improved bean seed, you can reuse that seed the next year because they're open pollinated varieties and still get fairly decent yields. So if you're a seed company, you're not going to be selling year after year after year to the same farmer this improved seed. They may come back once every two or three years for for an uptake of more. And so it's a very challenging business, but we've, we found it's an important one to support. And they had a brilliant proposal. We're going to talk to our next Zambian seed company in just a few minutes. But before we do, let's talk about a key similarity between the two businesses, and that's legumes. Legumes, basically beans and peas, help fix nitrogen into the soil. That's important because the nitrogen content of most soil in Zambia is degraded. Legumes can actually grab nitrogen out of the air and put it back into the soil. Here's Bob with some more information on this. Nitrogen is a very limiting factor in growing all crops, so it's a good rotation crop to include with, with maize. If you grow maize every single year in a field, you're going to need to really recharge the soil with fertilizer. And so without doing that, you're going to run down the quality of the soil and your yields are going to go down. Plus you're going to attract, if you do monoculture too, too much time, you're going to attract a lot of pests to that field and you'll have those kind of problems. So good agricultural practice always advocates for rotating crops. Plus, fertilizers are expensive. By intercropping legumes, farmers can reduce their expenditures on fertilizer and then apply those reduced costs and reinvest in better seeds. This makes economic sense for farmers while also being a very strong market for Stewards Globe. Wow, it sounds like the bean market is a pretty competitive place. What makes these businesses think it's worth pursuing at all? So the opportunity in the bean market is that no one's there. So it's a wide open field. And as I said earlier, if you demonstrate that your your variety can can double or more the yields and is more pest resistant, farmers are going to take that up. For the early entrance, like Stewart's Globe, it's it's a real wide open space. And, you know, beans are a, a very critical food security crop in Africa. Beans along with rice is a complete protein. And this is being consumed in communities where there's very little animal protein, very little other uh, highly nutritious things to consume. So beans is a very important crop for people to eat. Now let's look at our next Feed the Future Partnering for Innovation partner that's working to make a sustainable impact in Zambia, Good Nature Agro. So they, Good Nature was selected because it was a really interesting approach just through the, the really hands-on approach that they take with their extension agents that was really appealing to the, the evaluation committee and to, to USAID. 
Like Stewart's Globe, Good Nature Agro is working to get more high-quality legume seed into the hands of smallholder farmers. But they're taking a bit of a different approach in the way they do things with their agricultural extension agents. My name is uh, Sandes Lungu, and I'm one of the co-founders of uh, Good Nature Agro. So uh, it was born out of three problems that we found. So basically one was uh, uh, lack of markets for small-scale farmers. Secondly, lack of trainings. And basically to look at how farmers can also diversify their crop options. To expand on what Sunday said, here's how Good Nature Agro works. First, the company goes out into rural communities and finds farmers or local leaders that are interested in being hired as what they call private extension agents, or PEAs. You can think of PEAs as both extension agents and salespeople. After a one-month intensive training course, each PEA is assigned to about 40 farmers that have already signed up to participate as seed multipliers for Good Nature Agro. These PEAs then work with these farmers to show them good planting practices, how to prepare the soil, and then eventually sell them seed from Good Nature Agro on credit. Good Nature is a newer seed company in in Zambia, and they are, um, are focused on the legume sector, and they are taking an approach that is uh, very hands-on with their outgrower network. Remember outgrowers? These are farmers we talked about earlier that are hired by the businesses to multiply their seeds. So they also produce their seed through a a network of outgrowers. Um, And they're very invested in those outgrowers and ensuring that the seed they're multiplying is of the best quality. So they have a network of extension agents, um, which they call peas. So they have a network of extension agents that they they train all of these extension agents go through a month-long training session where they go every day, six to eight hours a day, um, to be trained in in agronomic practices. Then they go out and they work with a a group of of outgrowers to ensure that they're using best practices to produce these seeds. The really interesting thing and something that's a little different about uh, Good Nature is that they have actually trained all of their peas to be seed certification inspectors. So in Zambia, there is a government body that goes out and inspects the seed and approves it for sale. So the way it works normally with seed companies is that they have to wait for an agent from that institution to come to their field and inspect the seed. Good Nature has taken the extra step to, to just integrate that into their extension agents so that they don't have to wait on the government to come out. They can do it right then and certify the seed as ready to go. So it's really streamlining their processes and, and really speeding things up. So uh, the private extension model is something that we piloted a few years back. Uh, so seeing that we cannot provide somebody that basically is uh, highly qualified and trained uh, from school, university in the community that can still come and live with them, that will also be a cost issue because in one form we're trying to produce this social benefit, but also the business has to run. So basically the private extension model works in such a way that you could elevate local skilled farmers who have a passion for leadership and also willing to train and also be trained. So these small-scale farmers that turn into trainers. They become extension people, so they undergo 
one month intensive training in uh, business skills, agronomic skills, and also basic leadership. And uh, in that one month, it's uh, enough to equip them with an idea of what that looks like. But then we backstop it with uh, bi-weekly trainings, which continue throughout the season with uh, more refreshers. As we mentioned earlier, Partnering for Innovation isn't really looking to subsidize businesses that otherwise wouldn't be successful. It's really looking to work with businesses that have a good, sustainable business model, but need some funding to cover high costs of entry into smallholder farmer markets. In the case of Good Nature Agro, it was expensive to train the private extension agents. But by the end of the partnership, they will have trained 120 extension agents. So Partnering for Innovation funding provided the capital necessary for Good Nature Agro to expand into the smallholder market. At the end of this partnership, we really hope to see that this extension agent network is really successful and that farmers are using it in the way that Good Nature hopes. Um, which would be really being in constant contact with that extension agent and really talking through their problems and, and ensuring that their seed is of the best quality possible. We also hope to see Good Nature expand their marketing and distribution channels and to getting out into that retailer, agro dealer side. With seed markets opening up all over Africa, it's an exciting time to be in the sector. And there are real opportunities for businesses to develop and implement long-term sustainable models that not only produce reliable income for the company, but also provide critical products and services that improve health and incomes for smallholder farmers. Whether it means selling seed in small quantities that are accessible to smallholder farmers, as in the case of Stewards Globe, or taking new streamlined approaches to agricultural extension as is the case for Good Nature Agro, Partnering for Innovation is proud to have helped each of these businesses overcome early obstacles to providing these critical services and products to smallholder farmers. For me, I think I would like to take this opportunity to thank uh, USAID through Feed the Future Partnering for Innovation for pushing my business a mile uh, away from where it was um, a year ago. And I think after the partnership ends, I think it will not be the last that we'll hear of Stewards Globe. We, we are increasing uh, sales. We are meeting our customers who are the smallholder farmers in a big way. And we're very excited about it. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, this is your host, Aviva Kutnik, signing off. Oh, and don't forget to check out more resources at www.partneringforinnovation.org. And thank you to everyone who participated in this episode. Stephanie Angamwile, Sunday Sluenge, Elisa Burroughs, Barbara Batsky, and of course, Laura Ostenso for producing the episode, and Jamie Holbrook for fine-tuning all of the details.